Lord, Lord, we praise you, Father God. Praise you, Father God, for the lives of the godly men that you have showed before us, Father. A man who had the audacity to ask him, ask you, the judge, to check his heart. And he is not pleading for mercy, but he has the courage and the assurance that there will be nothing wrong between you and him. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the psalm that challenges us, Father God, to, to see within, Lord, who we are, Father God, to set the time apart, Father God, to allow these verses, Lord, to flow into our hearts and mind, Father God, and to see, Lord, where we are in our relationship with you and what it will take to be seen in serious relationship with you like the psalmist. Lord, thank you, Father God, for this beautiful, beautiful psalm, Father God. And I pray for each one of us as we listen that you will speak to our hearts, speak to our mind, Father God. And your name will be glorified, Lord, and your children, Lord, will receive the message that you have for them, Father. May they hear your voice, not my voice. I pray all of this. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Psalm 17. A firm resolution, determination, commitment to God and his word is the way to leading a life of purity and seeking God with all our heart is what the psalmist says. When we stray from the word of God is when things will go really bad. So this is a psalm that encourages us to check where we are, to look within where we are, and to correct our tracks and bring our path back to him. It could be a small mistakes. It could be a small sin. It could be a big sin that is between you and God. But this psalm really encourages to check. And not only that, not to leave that, but to make a firm resolution and determination and commitment to live like an authentic Christian. There was a time in David's life that he had made this resolution, that he had this firmness, that he has made this determination that his mouth would not sin. He mentions that his prayer is not deceitful. So David has made a resolution that his mouth would not be deceitful. How did he do that? My steps have held to your path. That's what he says. That is how he did it. And what does this mean? Psalm 119 verse 1 says, Blessed are they whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. I'm going to repeat that verse, Psalm 119 verse 1. Blessed are they who say, whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. He was authentic. David is not saying he was sinless, nor is he making a proud assumption of purity. He had a close fellowship with God and was constantly repeating, but when are you going to be serious in your relationship with God like this? The amazing result of living such kind of life produces 100% confidence in God in the midst of the roaring lion, in the midst of the fire, in the midst of a 
of the burning furnace in the midst of danger that is what the life will produce that's a result of the life that produces when you have this kind of relationship with the god the creator god david said this prayer comes not from fake or mask lips david is saying i am real i am not faking my relationship with you lord david wanted to see god's hand in his life in a tough time in a troubled time where we see him in this psalm david said lord you know i am real don't live your life being a fake be real be authentic make a resolution to be a real christian when you read one john it is about being real knowing you are a christian being authentic and no double man when you go to the stores all around we see that they are selling costumes for halloween because in the end of this month this nation is going to celebrate halloween and our christian life is isn't a costume party a costume party one day in a week or one day in a year and this psalm is showing us clearly that our christian life is not a costume party it is to be real and to be authentic the christian life is not about being someone you are not god wants us to be real god wants us to be right it is important to have integrity in our words when you commit to something you are called to stick to it when you give your word you are called to keep up your word but it is equally important to have integrity with our actions i find david's attitude amazing here in this first five verses he basically opens up his life to god's close scrutiny and he does it without fear i have been blown away by this the whole week and i'm been dropping my mind around this what kind of life he lived and what kind of audacity he had to to ask god to watch over him to look at his heart and mind closely and scrutinize and to see if there is anything that is between him and god i wonder if we would be able to have the same openness before god that david does is your life an open book before god or are there parts of your life that you try to keep hiding are we as willing as david to allow god to probe our heart and examine us at night can we say with david though you test me you will find nothing can we say with david though you test me god you will find nothing but when are we going to get serious with god like this with a god who knows everything in our life david's deep desire was to be a man of integrity before god and he want god to test him and see that there is nothing between him and god i hope that we have the same determination and desire in our hearts too and i hope that we can get to the point where we feel completely comfortable opening up all our lives to god's close inspection he goes on to say he expresses to god that he is in danger that he has enemies David was a man who loved God and served God in fact he was a man after God's own heart yet he had many enemies 
don't ever believe for one minute that getting saved takes care of all your enemies and all your troubles there are some denomination that teach that if you will love right and love god with all your heart you'll never have a problem that sounds real good when you become a christian and you are so excited to become a christian but that is just not true i hope that it was true if that was true why did david have trouble he was a man after god's own heart if that was true why did job lose his family and fortune he was perfect and upright in all his ways and if that was true why did paul have a thorn in his flesh he was the greatest missionary that ever walked the face of the earth david was a godly man and yet he had enemies all through the songs we find him crying out to god for deliverance from his enemies the picture that we notice through the psalm about his enemies that they are godless they have callous hearts their words are arrogant they have watched him with alert eyes to trap him they have tracked david down they have surrounded him they have thrown him to the ground they are like lions hungry for their prey fierce lions stalking him when david feels the pressure of their presence he cannot help but cry out to the lord he says rise up lord confront them jehovah bring them down my savior rescue me my redeemer save me my father but in the midst of all he does not lose his integrity when we have enemies we can be particularly vulnerable in losing our integrity the temptation is to respond to our enemies in the same way that they have attacked us if they are godless and they attack us in a godless way the temptation is to attack them in a godless way and we often time end up doing that but david does not lose his integrity but he, the question is when are we going to exercise integrity we as real and authentic christians are expected to turn the other cheek that's what our master taught us this psalm can also be a prayer for us today when we find ourselves in similar situations of trials of anxiety of danger of fear danger trials and trouble will always be a haunting reality as long as we are in this body in this earth like david we should never forget who we are in god he says god to hide him as the apple of his eyes god to become his eyelid and he goes on to say hide me in the shadow of your wings and he gives us the picture of a mother bird caring for her young there is no safer place for the defenseless and a helpless baby bird than under its mother's wings and that is the same thing for us there is no place safer for us because we are defenseless and helpless and only under the wings of the almighty we are safe when you are under attack from the enemy one after the other it's easy to feel like we don't matter to anyone and to feel like we are worthless or less than worthless but this psalm reminds us that you are special to someone not just anyone you are special you are special in the eyes of god the master of the universe you not only matter to god you are the apple of his eye so why is that 
And what does it mean to be the apple of God's eye? And that's a good question. It's certainly one that I struggled with when I became a Christian. Why did God choose me? Why did he touch me? Why did he open my eyes to know him? After all, why should someone as insignificant as me be invited to not only meet the creator of the universe, but to share a relationship with him? To not only come into his presence as a subject, but to live as the daughter of the mighty king with the robe of righteousness in exchange for my filthy garment. And why should God care for you? For the same reasons that he cared for me. Because you matter to him. You are precious. You are valuable. You are his. And he has purchased you with his precious blood. David sensed that God greatly loved and cared for him. And I hope that you can sense the same thing today from the psalm. That God regards you as the apple of his eyes. The apple of his eyes means it speaks, it speaks volumes about God's favor. It speaks volumes about how you matter to God. It speaks volume about that God has a purpose for your life. You are special to him. Your life is important to him. You matter to God and God loves you. And you are loved by your creator. And hence, you are the apple of his eyes. Hence, you are the son and the daughter of the Most High King. Don't listen to the lie of the devil that God does not love you or care about you. This is not true. Have assurance from the psalm. When the danger comes, God will be there. He knows what is best for you. He knows what is best for me. And he will do what he will do. And we can have faith that when deliverance is needed, deliverance will be provided. And when perseverance is needed, perseverance will be provided. When healing is needed, healing will be provided. When miraculous is needed, miraculous needed, miracle will be provided. When the stronghold needs to be destroyed, it will be destroyed. That is what 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. In the midst of his enemies, he says, my enemies shall see the demons of hell. But as for me, I will behold thy face. He declares that is my destiny. Hell is not my destiny. Heaven is my destiny. To behold the Savior's face is, is my destiny. He proclaims boldly in the midst of his enemies. Because his eyes was towards God. And he had a 100% confidence and courage in his God that his God will not leave him. Verse 15, he says, but as for me, my contentment is not in wealth, but in seeing. You and knowing all is well between us. And when I awake in heaven, I will be fully satisfied for I will see you face to face. The basic human problem is not being satisfied with what they have. 
in fact men became mad after the world and its things when god created man he made them in his own image and in his own likeness with all godly qualities the fall of man brought dissatisfaction over everything dissatisfaction over a spouse over family over children over job over the house over the vehicle over food over friends over the dressing and the list goes on and on and in this process of dissatisfaction we have lost we have lost being spiritually satisfied our soul is spiritually lost being satisfied we deceive ourselves when we measure our happiness or contentment with the amount of wealth and possessions that we have when we put riches at the top of our value system their power pleasure and security overshadows the eternal relationship that we have with god we think we will be happy or content only when we get riches but we discover that they don't really satisfy and they only fade away the true measurement is found in the love of god and making sure all is well between god and us and that, that is what david did and that is what david says in verse 15 but as for me my contentment is not in wealth but in seeing you and knowing all is well between us but the challenge is when are we going to be with god like this we keep going behind the things of this world that will dissatisfy us unless until we land in a scripture like this we have a aha moment that challenges us to examine us internally and then to be that open book before god this psalm has walked walked us through the variety of human emotions that we feel in this walk through life and turns our focus to what really matters at the end and we see that david has his eyes focused on the fuller life to come that is when he sees his master face to face are you focusing on the storms around you and are you giving into fear looking at your enemy in this psalm he tells how his enemies had tried to devour him how they had upper hand they are like lion that is ready to devour its prey but he ends his complaint on a note of victory how because his eyes was on the destiny are your eyes on the destiny and his eyes was on the on the god who is faithful who will help him who will rescue him who will deliver him who will bring miracles and deliverance and healing in his life what we see in the psalm is a man whose desire is to be an open book before god he knows that when he lives in the center of god's will he is the apple of god's eyes and in spite of any danger that he faces god will provide just what is needed for david to per- to persevere and to finally make heaven his home what about you is your life an open book are you keeping your integrity in spite of the dangers and trials that you are facing in spite of what the enemies are doing to you in spite of what the godless are doing to you are you keeping your integrity is your eyes fixed on jesus david says but as for me i will live again as for me i will be satisfied as for me i will see jesus as for me i will be like him and how about you 
what is the resolution and declaration you are going to make today we have all read many psalms or david had been overwhelmed by most of them but this particular psalm had really blown me away and reinstated in me about us as christians as it relates to our faith in god more moreover showed me that in all of us bible believers there are inconsistencies there are shortfalls and there are failures and i want to urge you to get back up from your inconsistency i am urging you to get back up from your shortfalls and to get back up from your failures by the strength and the power of the almighty by the strength and the power of the holy spirit don't keep on giving excuses but allow the psalm allow each and every verse in the psalm to change you inside out to become authentic and real christian if you do not make any any resolution and declaration you will remain where you are and your enemies will remain where they are they will not be pushed back from us as the psalmist asked the lord to do in verse 13 lord arise and stand against them push them back this kind of focused and authoritative prayer can come only when we live a authentic and christian life and no costume party christian life and that is what we have for tonight lord and heavenly father lord we praise you father god praise you father god the psalm that compels us father god to live that authentic life to live that real life lord to live like your children father god no double man no costume party Lord I pray Father God for all the members in the next level group Father God help us Father to live like your children Father God help us Lord to behave like your children Father God Lord make the world to see you in us Father God not like them Father God double minded people Lord speaking one thing outside and thinking something inside Father God Lord help us Lord to live with integrity Father God Lord I pray Father God work Lord in each one of our hearts and mind Father God Lord I pray Father may your presence touch us Father God Lord may your presence Lord work in our hearts work in our mind Father God Lord I pray Father God may your holy presence Father God come and touch us Father God and revive us Father God inside out Father God Lord I pray Father God you Lord come lord renew us father god lord i pray for all the leaders lord me bina esther grace joseph justin lily rachel reena sebla shalini carlin velo velraj and vinodini lord lord we pray for all the leaders and the families and the group members father god that we will try to live the christian life father god that we will lord will be open book before you lord open for inspection father god a close inspection father and give us the desire lord like david lord that we want one thing father god to know constantly not when we are dying in our deathbed no we want that every minute that we want to have that constant think in our hearts and mind is it well between you and me Lord I pray Father God keep our eyes to be focused on you and not to lose you Lord for the pleasures of this world not to lose you Father God for the things of this world not to lose you Lord for the things that are calling out our name in this world Father God Lord I pray Father God 
you give us lord a sure footed foundation in your word father god that we will not move from your path father no matter what enemies come around us lord as the romans lord they had the shoes with so many things on their shoes that kept them secured on the ground that no matter when the enemies came their feet did not trip over anything and they were walking in rough terrain they did not fall or stumble lord i pray give us lord that kind of a sure footed strength to stand upon your word and to defeat and destroy the enemies father god help us not to believe in the lies father god that we are worthless lord help us to believe that once we are washed from, from with your precious blood once that was worthless is priceless now help us to see that lord constantly lord that we are the apple lord of your eyes so i pray for the next level group members and the people that are listening lord that you become our eyelid father god you protect us lord from the darts of the evil father god you protect us and cover us and shield us lord from the fiery darts of the enemy father god and destroy lord every plans of the enemy towards us and towards our family father lord the victory is yours father god lord because we belong to you like king david we can say that we you will see hell but we will see the face of god because of you help us lord to boast in you father god help us lord to claim your promises lord help us to not live like paupers in this world but help us to live as the children of the most high god i pray all of this lord in the precious name of jesus christ i pray Amen.